In the summer of 2013, I had the opportunity to go with some high school students to Honduras. It was a Spanish class from Sacred Heart High School in Salina, where I was the chaplain, and they were going on a Spanish trip trying to learn the language a little bit more, but it was also a mission trip, and so we spent something like eight or nine days uh, just outside of Comayagua, uh, Honduras, working at an, at an orphanage. And it was a, a great experience, but uh, shortly after we arrived, the people working at the orphanage, they'd asked, finding out that I was a priest, if maybe on one of those last days that I would be there in Honduras, if I would say Mass uh, at the orphanage for the, for the orphans and for those who worked with the orphans, and I was more than happy to, to do that. What I'd come to find out is that it had been many months since they had been able to have a priest come by, and so with my presence, they were excited to have the opportunity for Mass, the opportunity for the Eucharist. And I remember talking to our own high school students about what it was going to maybe be like when we entered into that Mass with the, I don't remember exactly the number, 40, 50, maybe 60 of the orphans of, of a number of really different ages as well, even some, some teenagers in the midst. And I said, we, I don't know, this might be very quiet. They haven't had Mass in some time. They may not even you know, remember the responses, and it's going to be in Spanish, so try and follow along this little uh, guide right here. I uh, taught them a song as, you know, alabare, 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 alabare a me, senor. That's what I taught the, uh, the, the, the gringos, you know, the English-speaking kids that I took down there with me. And I said, if all goes wrong and we need to sing, then we're just going to sing that over and over and over again, Those, that right there. And so we were all ready, and then it became that day, that, that morning that we were going to be having the Mass. And they asked me if I would hear confessions before Mass so as to kind of prepare the souls of those youngsters who had at some point received First Communion. They'd asked me if I would hear their confession, and then we were going to begin Mass. And so that took place, confessions. It's then time for Mass to begin, and I'm standing kind of in the back of this chapel that they had there on their property. And as I said, please stand. Everyone stood, and these orphans started singing the most beautiful music that I think maybe my heart has ever heard. They were incredible, they were in unison, and it was so, so, so very lovely. I was thinking to myself as I walked down the aisle, how did they learn all of this in these last two or three days since my arrival, or since they'd heard that I was going to say Mass? And I came to find out that they'd gotten a heads up that a priest was going to be coming a couple months in advance. And in those months prior to my arrival, before they even knew for sure that I was going to say yes to saying Mass for them, they'd started preparing their songs that they were going to sing that day at church. And it was incredible. For many months, they had not received the Eucharist. They had not had Mass. They had not eaten of the flesh of the Son of Man or drank in his blood. We see in today's gospel those very words, don't we? Where Jesus tells the crowd, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. 
I will promise you that although those orphans and those who are working with the orphans had not received the Eucharist for many months prior, they still had life within them. And that life came from their desire to receive the Eucharist, their desire to have Mass. Those weeks prior to my arrival of their preparing the songs, the singing, the responses, you could see that they had this incredible desire for the Mass, for the Eucharist. And there was life in the midst of that desire. I think it's a lot the same for so many of you and those who are longing, who haven't received the Eucharist now in weeks, six, seven, maybe eight weeks, longing to just be able to to come and sit in a church, go to Mass. There is life in the longing. We know that the church even teaches something about a baptism of desire for the catechumens who have not had the ability to be baptized, and perhaps they die prior to their baptism, that we know that salvation is afforded to them as well, that there is something beautiful in the desire. The Catechism of the Catholic Church would say catechumens who die before their baptism, their explicit desire to receive it together with repentance for their sins and charity assures them the salvation that they were not able to receive through the sacrament. That's the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Talking again about the longing, about the desire. And so I'm, I'm heartbroken for you. I'm sad for so many of you who haven't been able to receive in so long, who haven't been able to come to Mass in so long. And yes, the restrictions are starting to be lifted a little by a little. Praise God. Let's pray that people stay safe in the midst of those restrictions being lifted. But the longing is beautiful. The longing is special. I'll close with this. Sometimes as I, as I continue to receive the Eucharist every day, I sometimes feel bad or feel guilty that I have this opportunity that you, that you don't have. But you know, I was reflecting on something today. I haven't had the opportunity that you have over these last seven weeks to truly yearn and to long. And there's something in my heart that's sad about that as well because I think that you have an understanding now that I haven't quite been able to grasp because of the fact that it has been removed for so long. Some of the students tell me that they fully expect tears to be rolling down their cheeks when they finally are able to come back and sit in church and receive the Eucharist. It's amazing. I think that's the spirit that we should have within our heart. That's the desire, the longing. Without a doubt, my brothers and sisters, there is life in the Eucharist, but there is also life in the longing. Praise be Jesus Christ.